You're listening to the Batuta Advocates Weekly News Wrap on Desert Rock FM 96.5. Welcome back to the Weekly Batuta Bulletin. It is a hell of a week right around Australia. Uh, Queensland's just announced uh, they'll have a new NRL side moving on, 2023. There'll be uh, officially four teams in Queensland. And, of course, New South Wales are opening up. So is the ACT. That's all good news. Not so good news down in Melbourne. Uh, cases are continuing to rip and we'll uh, we'll go easy on you lot. Or uh, Southern Tasmania, Clancy. They have three days going under. Really? Mm. Hobart and Southern. Had their own uh, Andy Dufresne moment yeah. where they've had... Uh, Someone who who allegedly has this very powerful flu, they have absconded from hotel quarantine and are now running around mm. South Hobart as we speak. Ooh, that is that is that is a worry, but not up to the north of Tasmania. What a patriot, Bernie and Davenport, they're all good. So, and, and on top of that, there's some good news in WA. They actually got to lock those blokes up who snuck into the grand final. Ten months, I believe, Ten they got, months. which is a fair whack. They got three months in prison plus seven suspended. Okay. Mm. Yep. So they'll only be in there for three, but fair price to pay for a footy trip, yeah, isn't it? no, they get out on the 28th of December. So. What a fucking great yarn. How long did you do on that 89 footy trip, Errol? You went in for a while, didn't you? Yeah, 60 days I did. It's uh, long enough, mate. Folklore. Folklore down at the Batuta Matabatosauruses. Anyway, you're joined by myself, Clancy Overall, editor of the Batuta Advocate. We've got Errol Parker, editor-at-large. You've heard from him, G'day Errol. And, of course, Wendell, you've also heard from. How are we all? I'm all right, you know, just recovering from last night at the pub. You see, um, ever since, like, uh, you know, I've been at a bit of a loose end, you, you know, since what happened, uh, you know, with the missus um, a while ago. So um, I've just been going down to um, to the pub just down the road from my house where um, on Thursday nights they've got the trivia so I go there, and, and if you come first, it's like a $100 bar tab and whatnot. But if you come last, it's a bottle of wine. Hmm. So I deliberately, I deliberately come last and take the bottle of wine into the park. Um, just Gold Coast sunsing it. Opposite my flat, and um, I drink that in the dark in the park, and then I go up and I go to sleep. Yeah, quite pleasant. Yeah, sounds like a good way to spend your Thursday night. Wendell, you all right? You come off your yeah. skateboard? You yeah, 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 yeah. No, the Razor scooter. I'm still pretty sore from that, and obviously that cost me a lot of money with the police and also but taking it easy this weekend. How are you, Clancy? Mate, I'm going all right. I'm ready to go down to the pub myself. So what's up first in the news? Well, we'll get into it. As you said, big stories coming out of Sydney and Melbourne this week, but we are steering a little bit clear of Melbourne. We're going to start off down in Sydney, and it's a conversation between Jesus Christ and Perite. And Errol, you want to read this one for us? Yes, a little transcript from that part of the conversation reads, Fuck me! My dad's plan never said anything about 10,000 C words at the Everest. Yes, the son of God, Mr. Jesus Christ, has lashed the New South Wales Premier this week. Dominic Perite opened things up down there to much fanfare and excitement. And while it was supposedly... To be a little bit slow to start off with, the Premier raised the eyebrows by granting a big exemption that allows 10,000 people to go to the Everest Racing Day at the Royal Randwick this weekend. Yes, it's obviously riled up a lot of the uh, blue-haired Terrace House residents, but it also annoyed Mr Christ as well. And he said to Dom, and I quote the excerpt from the phone conversation, The plan was 5,000, Dominic. I mean, letting 5,000 people go was already taking the piss. But twice that... 
No wonder Dad fucking gives it to me about his creations all the time. If you keep carrying on like this, Dominic, you'll end up dragging every grey-haired socio-economic handbrake in New South Wales into the recycling bin, right-clicking and permanently deleting them altogether. So get it together, Dominic. Those kind of comments must have hurt because we all know um, and has... He's been very open about it. Dominic Perrottet is a big fan, looks up to Jesus Christ and his father. Um, so to be kind of um, clipped, you know, it'd hurt. But he's gone ahead with it anyway. That's how much of a yeah. libertarian he is. No, he didn't miss there, Jesus Christ. Staying down in the corruption capital and a Sydney fuckwit has asked a financially crippled publican if he's doing any welcome back specials. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah, a ludicrously tone-deaf commercial real estate agent named Jared Oakley has decided to return to form at a licensed premises over the weekend. Hitting the pub on Freedom Day, the local joker decided to ask the bloke in charge if he was doing any meal deals and any beer of the week specials. Which went down like a lead balloon, as you can imagine, with the owner telling the local loudmouth who likes making Corona beard gags that he'll be paying roughly 10 bucks a schooner until the pub's back in the black. No happy hour till Christmas, he said, and get in the fucking pokies. Yeah, get into the VIP section. Some national news, and it's been revealed that anti-vaxxers are refusing to believe the statistics that show they make up less than 2% of the population. Yeah, it's not surprising though, is it? Numbers aren't exactly this cohort's strong suit. This came about after it was revealed that 98% of Canberra had received their first dose of the vaccine earlier in the week. We now know that is over 99%, something which comes as an uncomfortable and inconvenient truth to this movement who would like to believe they are a much larger and stronger minority than they actually are. Yeah, well, Canberra is a bit of a different case, isn't it? Like, lots of people born on the right side of the tracks in Canberra who don't really have a reason to disrupt society. Or even distrust it. So, you know, fair enough to some people in our more working-class parts of the nation don't have the same eagerness to get jabbed as our generational public servants. Yeah, that is correct. That is correct. I mean, in Canberra, things get done quickly. So, uh, you know, even a light rail only took a couple of years down there. Mm. Staying in health policy news and a modern-day Nelson Mandela has fought segregation by abusing a cafe worker for following health guidelines. Yes, it's a touching story about a human rights activist, this one. It's been a tough few weeks for hospitality and retail employees who have been left to police the government's vaccine passport policies. And one hospital worker in the French Quarter copped a fair bit of flack a couple of days ago. Yeah, from a woman privileged enough to make not getting the vaccine one of the major issues that defines her identity. She decided to accuse her of implementing a policy of segregation, invoking the policies of the past in places like Australia, America and apartheid South Africa. Didn't go down too well by the sound of things. Yeah, a little bit rich there. Sports news and Wayne Bennett has overtaken the Bee Gees as Redcliffe's biggest claim to fame. Big news out of the uh, South Hills corner for the sports world. Uh, the Dolphins have been announced as the uh, 17th team to join the NRL. They haven't officially attached themselves to a particular locality yet, but it's believed the Redcliffe area who offered up the venture are calling a shot goal. Yes, and with the new Dolphins team having the master coach in charge, it means Wayne Bennett is now the biggest thing to come out of Redcliffe since the popular band the Bee Gees set up shop there as kids and lived in the Moreton Bay area for about 18 months. Now, Wayne's contract is three years long, which means he will officially be in Redcliffe longer than the Bee Gees ever were. It might even mean he gets a bronze statue down on the Esplanade. Mm -hmm. All he's got to do is focus on staying alive. Staying alive. Well, I, I don't think that he's going to get a 
twisted bowel like half the BGs did. He's got a very healthy diet, Wayne, so I guess we'll see how he goes. Exciting times for the Moreton Bay area. Anyway, enjoy your weekend. We'll talk to you soon. Hooroo! More than a dolphin. Thank you.